Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean, RJ, and Roberto, as the announcer guy said, on your home of the Rangers and Cowboys 105.3 The Fan. Coming up at 7.20, the commercial-free expressway. We got Peyton and Ryan in the back. We are live on YouTube and Twitch, along with best and worst of the weekend. But a huge debate and sports topic from the weekend Rushing the floor. Rushing the floor. Storming the court. Whatever you want to refer to it, but everybody wants to come to an end. Have this come to an end. Storming the court. We were a part of this yeah. on Thursday. I've been a part of now three. That was the third one. One in Knoxville. Uh, basketball. Charles Hathaway tipping against Wally Zerbiak in Miami of Ohio on a comeback win. And then the other one, Florida, Tennessee. 1998 in football, storm rushed the field. Okay, they were great. I lost a sandal, Birkenstock. I lost to Burke. I lost to Burke. I, I went home. I had to walk home barefoot on one foot. You Are know, those the ones that tie around your ankle or like have the latches? They had the, the latches, no tie in the back. I wasn't in sport mode. Oh, <laughs> sport <laughs> mode. Why is this being talked about? Well, Kyle Filipowski and Duke lost uh, on the road at Wake Forest. Um, Wake Forest doesn't have, they have, they've had nothing. They've had nothing going for them since like, I don't know, Dave Odom was there. Tim Duncan. Uh, yeah. So they've had nothing going for them in a long, long time. And they beat Duke. And they're a good team this year. Wake's a good team. Um, and, and here they are. They storm the, storm the court, rush the court, whatever you want to call it. And Kyle Filipowski, who's a really good player, uh, he is caught up in the middle of it. And someone looks like he thinks they targeted him. He comes away with a sprained ankle. He says somebody punched him in the back, and then they ran right into his leg, and he has a sprained ankle. They had to help him off the floor. And their head coach, John Shire, is not happy with this, and he wants to lead the charge. Disappointed we lost. But look, for me, it's I'm more concerned about the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. But you look around the country and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. It's one thing, like, when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court. You know, you would storm the court. Now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off and they're, they're running on the floor. And this has happened to us a bunch this year. I don't want this to take away at all from Wake. They earned it. They deserve the win. They're, they're really good. All right. So, like, I don't know that. There was a 10-second grace period back in Shire's day. No. Shire's day was like eight years ago. Okay, we were at – we were doing the show when John Shire was playing yeah. for Duke. So, it's not like this is like a, a long one. Maybe it was 10 years ago. Uh, like, but still, this is not 10 seconds between that. It's always been as soon as the buzzer goes off, you storm the court. And it it sucks that guys get hurt. Sometimes it does happen that they get hurt. Yeah, It's also a fun thing to do. It's part of what makes college sports great. You don't do this in the NFL – you know, and the problem is Duke never gets the benefit of this. Yeah. Duke never rushes the court. I love as Shire goes, this has happened to us a couple times, and it's like, oh, so you've lost when you weren't supposed <laughs> yeah. to. But, like, you know, Duke also, they don't rush the court in right. Cameron. Yeah. Right? Because they're never the underdog. Right. Filipowski said, I absolutely feel like it was personal. This has to change. Intentional for sure. Like I said, there's no reason where they see a big guy like me trying to work my way off the court. and They can't just work around me. There's no excuse for it. What do you do? That's the impossible question. Quit what, crying. What do you do? That's what you do. You quit crying. Quit crying. You let traditions be traditions. Uh, when you watch the video, like 
it's somebody just like clearly jumping up trying to get in his face like yeah yeah and he's that like he ultimately trips in part because he puts his hands out and tries to keep the guy away from him and so in essence, this is kind of Kyle Filipowski's fault, too. So I feel zero sympathy for Duke. <laughs> yeah, but they the can weight, all quit whining. Yeah, but the weight coach agrees with it, too, that court storming should not be allowed. BYU agreed that Texas shouldn't, or that uh, BYU fans shouldn't have had horns down. I don't care that Wake also agrees. It's stupid. Yeah. It's tradition. It's one of the best things about college sports. There's already so many things that are going away that are great about college sports in the era of NIL. You're not also going to take away court storming. I think uh, the announcers during the game said this is why you got to ban storming the court. There's a lot of people that are saying this in the media about storming the court. I, I don't know. The conferences have put fines on schools for for rushing the field or storming the court. It's not going to change anything. It's it's look. These are college kids. Sometimes the they get the, the toothpaste is out now. Yeah. Sometimes they get they get you know over they overdo it. They do. There's a, there's a lot of that. There was nothing fearful. You were in that one. I was too busy uh, on ESPN. I, I got pushed. Uh, I got pushed in that one. I got pushed out of the way by somebody. You did, so did you feel like at any point? I felt threatened. Yeah, significantly. It was a gym of like 80 people. I know. It was not. It was, uh, a, good, it was a good 2,000 individuals. Uh, didn't somebody like step over the scorer's yeah. table to get past you? I'm sure you felt, you know, fearful for your life watching these college kids storm onto the field. I felt more stress and anxiety in the pit at a concert. Than I did here. This is like seriously one of the softest things I've ever heard. And the idea of shutting this down because an incident happened. That's unfortunate. But an incident happened that is largely an outlier. Like people are not consistently getting hurt in these things. Is there just any way we can get the athletes off the court faster, faster. or protected more? I guess that is the key question. That, They're not going to start sprinting from the 50-yard line to the tunnel. So the best way to do this, if you wanted to end this is you move the student section further back. Mm. Right? So make yeah. the student section upper deck, or if you're a single level, make the student section the last 10 rows as, the first, as opposed to the first 10 rows. Yeah. Or however many it is. Because, you know, in Knoxville, we were, it was general mission. Student section, yeah. sit where you want. Then you take away atmosphere. You take away atmosphere, though. Yeah. yeah look, I mean, you, you can have all the fines you want in place. If the Tarleton State Texans have an upset, I'm storming the court. All right, <laughs> I, I'm going out there when they beat Grand Canyon University. Yeah. When they when they beat that phony ass school, I was storming the court, regardless of the fines imposed on Tarleton State. We were going. Us Texans were going. Dallas Stars in action. They had been struggling. It was a four game losing streak. Could they stop it over the weekend? Stall. Pull up on Harley now. A chance out in front, and they'll score. Robertson. Held, held, and beat Kochetkov. That was the call on Hurricanes TV. Sean, RJ, and Bobby here on DFW Sports Station. Stars play again tonight. So they stopped the four-game losing streak with the 2-1 win. First game coming back from a lengthy road trip can be a tough one. Islanders have Mm. lost two straight but beat the Stars in New York. The prospect, their top prospect. What's his name? Stankassen. (laughs) Stankoven. Logan Stankoven looked great in the debut Saturday night in the win. (laughs) So now you got two teams that you are fighting with in the Central. In Colorado tomorrow night and home for Winnipeg on Thursday. This is a really good win against Carolina over the weekend. Uh, Canes are a really, really good team. And for a Stars team that had been struggling, they had a great night in net from Otter. And then, you know, they they didn't score much, but... That was a game that they absolutely had to have. And now they got the Isles, and we'll see what happens. Because it's, it's, this is not, they're not out of the woods yet with the schedule. It's still not the easiest schedule uh, in the world. I think they have Colorado, like you said, or Winnipeg coming up uh, as well. Um, both. So it's not, they're not out of the woods yet, but that was a huge, huge win. By the way, Sandler texted Filipowski from Duke is dating a 26 year old. They went to his prom together two years ago. Whoa. Wow. 26. <laughs> How's Jared know that? Yeah. How's Jared know anything that he knows? He's all, he, he's Mr. Jeopardy. So she was Jeopardy. 24 at his prom? That's what it sounds like. That's, imagine, mm. I mean, that, that's, that's yeah, reverse. That's, that, is, that's that, reverse. that is creepy. By the way, back to the stars real quick. They're trying to work out a stream to help out yeah. the Tolos and the Metroplex. Good uh, on the uh, Dallas Stars. Uh, they are working to do a free Direct to consumer TV stream 
uh, to avoid their situation uh, with their RSN, which is Bally. Uh, it's all about where Bally is. You know, they have an RSN or not. They don't know what they're going to do. This they're not, they're not. This is not set in stone yet. But you know, Brad Alberts is the CEO of the, and president of the team. He's good. He's a good dude. Uh, and, and he talked about the you know possibility. Yes, talked about the possibility of doing a direct consumer stream for TV, which could solve a lot of those issues. Steve Kerr, and by the way, I'm still trying to figure out my next cable supplier. Make I'll, your next move. I was hoping the Bally thing blew up so I could just cut the cord, and now I'm thinking about direct TV stream. Uh, Spectrum apparently does have Bally's. A lot of people get in Spectrum, so I still do not know what to do. I know people offer up these illegal things all the time that yeah. I'm interested in, but I just I, I get a little scared. I get a little scared. <laughs> like, what happens if you know the thing gets blown up? Like the feds are watching. Me, I man. get found out, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I always, I always, I'm like a little chicken over that. I get it. Tap your phone line, stuff yeah. like that. I yeah. get it, man. You know, you don't want them to be uh, looking in place they don't need to be. Steve Kerr getting that big time extension. Yes, look at that, Steve Kerr getting. How's uh, he get an extension when the Warriors are like on the cusp of missing the playoffs and getting ready to break up the dynasty? They're in tenth place. They are on the. Cu- they are one bad stretch away. From missing the playoffs for the third time in six years. An extension. Mm. And he just got almost $18 million a year in an extension. This is a two-year, $35 million extension. Wow. 35. Two years, $35 million. That's $17.5 million a year. That's like Monty Williams money. Yeah, right. <laughs> Remember that freaking yeah. idiotic contract? Those morons in Detroit paid yep. out? Now, he is the – he surpasses – uh, Spolstra, uh, who had $15 million, is now the highest-paid head coach uh, in the NBA, actually in NBA history right now, right? Because no one else would have made that kind of cash. Now, that said, h- how do you do this if you're Golden State? They, they, don't, they don't win anymore. I mean, they won the title a couple years ago they out of nowhere. Three, they won three in a row? Yeah. They won the title a couple years ago out of nowhere at, after missing the playoffs for two years in a row. And now they're on the cusp of maybe missing again? And the three-game winning streak got snapped by the Nuggets. We have to talk about the Joker for a second. We have to. Over, and thanks to Tolo D for sending me all the Joker stats. The slowest, most amazing alley-oop pass in human history. Over the last three games, this guy is averaging 27, 16, and 15. Two and a half steals a game. 68% field goal percentage. 27, 16 boards, and 15 assists. Centers with 16 or more assists in a game in the history of the NBA, he has 11. The rest of the NBA from the center position has seven combined. (laughs) He's putting up 16 assists a night right now, the Joker. Is that good? That's good. He just looks like he's about to pass out on the floor like, He's miserable running. It's like me on the first five minutes of a treadmill. Like, oh my god, like I'm labor. I'm like, please. Why get are me the out first five minutes always so hard, and then the next five is like a little bit easier, and then after a while you're just numb. Did Why you is do that? cardio day on Friday when you were dead? Uh, did you go to the gym? I, I did go to the gym. I did not do cardio. Uh, wait a second. No, I didn't do. Cardio. <laughs> I did legs. Joker. Look, the the idea. I mean, just it's it's insane to watch. Joker and Luca both as like these these dad bods with this at times poor conditioning and they are just like nobody can figure them out nobody can stop them they give everybody nightmares and so or nightmares did you see the Tim Duncan (laughs) quote about Joker they're like how would you have matched up with Joker and he said I think the quote was I faced Joker yeah before he was him and after I was I was me that's a great quote that's great, a really good quote. Great quote from Tim. Timmy. Yeah. I mean, look, I think Tim still would have struggled with Jokic, just like everybody struggles with Jokic, regardless of when he was him and he was him or whatever else, <laughs> uh, however he wanted to turn around. It was going to be difficult because Jokic is just, it's its unreal, the vision that he has, how quickly he processes the game. For as slow as he physically moves, his brain is just, he's so fast. Yeah. He sees everything so quick. And I, I mean, just the the way that he distributes the ball and everything else that he does, he's if he were a little more athletic, it would be terrified. All right, uh, Bobby Belt, Brian Broadus, and others are starting to put in the work for the draft show. DallasCowboys.com with a lot of the coverage, but RJ went 
and found the strengths and weaknesses of this draft. So let's line up this draft to the needs that the Dallas Cowboys have. Does this NFL draft line up for all the Cowboy problems? We'll talk about it next during the Expressway, commercial-free on the home of America's team right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Expressway, and it's commercial-free. Good morning, Metroplex. Thank you for being a TOLO. That stands for Turn It On, Leave It On. In case you're new to the show and the station, home of the Rangers, home of the Cowboys, and by far the best NFL draft coverage around, as I'm imagining that's taking over your Love the Star podcast, 2 million downloads Cowboy Insider Bobby Bell started to a little bit. Uh, obviously, we had. Have you the, caught up and watched enough players for brought us a satisfaction yet? Yeah, he's not trying to kick me off the show actively as much anymore. Um, <laughs> he, he's still definitely uh, ranking me below Aisha and Wolchuk and everybody else, um, but but not actively trying to kick You're me messy. off. Mainly because I've been control of the uh, the film drive, and, and as soon as he kicks me off, he gets kicked off of the film drive. So, so. you have like the player tape that they all need. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're 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 not getting nothing. They're, they're Doesn't going... it bug you though to think that the minute they were able to get access to the tape from uh-huh. someone else, they would push you off the cliff? Only so much that it bugs them to think that they have to keep my uh like my my lower level self around in order to get access to the tape. Uh. Just uh, it's a mutually assured destruction. That's what we're looking at here. Okay. Uh, no, honestly, I'm uh, I'm I'm back up to like 80 players right now, so I'm still off the pace of Brian a little bit, What's but he I'm at? Cl- like 120. But I've caught up closer to the rest of the group. Like I think Wolchuk's up to like 100 players, so I'll catch up to all of them because there was a point where Brian was at 90 and I was at like 10. So I've like run through a bunch and seriously closed the gap. All right, but getting closer. Choppy, how does this draft line up with what we think of the Cowboy needs? Well, that, that first thing you got to do is find out who the Cowboy needs are or what positions. Yep. And I think most people would say the needs are in any particular, no order particularly, but you probably want an offensive lineman, probably want a defensive lineman, Yep. probably want a running back, linebacker, safety. <laughs> yep. Missing anything? No. What if you were to order those five positions? You forgot quarterback. I did forget. Because you don't need that. What are you, what are you, got, you got one of the five best in the NFL, so you don't have to worry about it. Sandler was trying to troll Bobby earlier, and on the text he wrote, he made a comparison to a who? who he, uh, he said Bobby going after uh, THJ for playing bipolar. Oh yeah. and uh, Sandler basically called Dak Tim Hardaway Jr. And then I asked goals. him, I, I said, wow. and then I said, I was like, oh, you're trying out for G-Bag, Sandler? Is that what you're doing here? Making uh, comparisons of Dak to Tim Hardaway Jr.? <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, no, this is, uh, I, I'd say to me, 
the biggest offensive line is you there. There's no telling based on what they're going to do in terms of re-signing guys and what they do, you're not exactly sure where that ranks on the priority list. They definitively need linebackers. They definitively need safeties to me. Okay. So know the two positions that have been downgraded in the National Football yeah. League. Well, good news is there are zero linebackers and zero safeties that have first round grades. Oh. in this year's draft. Good. That's that's my grade so far. I don't have a first rounder on any of those. Uh, this is uh, Matt Miller at ESPN. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Matt Matt Miller. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Same one who said uh, Matt Corral had universal first round grades coming out of the draft well, and went in the every, fourth round. Everyone is going everyone to miss. miss. No, 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 no. That's not a miss. That's you a, said no, the schoonmaker was the, your favorite tight end. To and take. Right, right. And that's my evaluation. I'm talking about this guy said the NFL, all teams had universal first round grades on Matt Corral, and that was a lie. They did not because they didn't pick him till the fourth. Okay. So, uh, anyway, he runs down the list of first round grades. In this draft, now he says there are, I believe, 16. 16. 16 true first true round picks. first round grades. Uh, and the Cowboys board would label that as what? One ones or one one? Cowboys, <laughs> yeah. They, they, they would call them one one whatever. Between one one oh and one one nine. Okay, there you go. So 15 to 16. Uh, he has 16 this year. Sometimes it's 17. It's very arbitrary uh, how it goes. Uh, quarterback three. Three real three. deal. True first rounders. Mm. Caleb Williams. Who's not going to throw at the combine in Indy, which Bobby is going to on his own dime with all the effort Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. They have his comp as Aaron Rodgers. Jaden Daniels. I'm out on Jaden Daniels. That's poor man's Lamar Jackson. Well, that's his comp is Lamar Jackson. Wow. And then Drake May. And his comp is Justin Herbert. I don't know if I see that. I don't know. He's I don't good. see Justin I Herbert. Like Justin Herbert was He's a better the, decision maker to me than Drake May. Does Drake May have the arm talent? Like, yeah, Drake, May, Drake May's that? really good. He's really good. Drake May's really good. Uh, I, I don't think the... I, I think the skill set, the attributes are better in Caleb Williams, but, I mean, Drake May's really good. Uh, no running backs. So that's your running... Those are your quarterbacks. No running backs, uh, although they have solid running backs on uh, day two guys, like Audric uh, Esteem. Esteem? Estime. Estime, whatever. And then Jonathan Brooks uh, from Texas. So, But none of them would be in the Brooks, first round. Brooks would go in the first round, I think, if he didn't tear his ACL. I think he would have gone back into the first now, round. Now, let me ask this question. Are scouts and all you, you know, wannabes? Thank you. Are, are people <laughs> able to say that a running back is a first-round talent and separate that from the need for the position? Sure. Are people yeah, doing that, so. or are they like, yeah. no, I'm not going to put a one next to any name like Bijan last yeah, well, year? Yeah, well, I mean, wasn't that Bijan? Like, a lot of people talked about, yeah, Bijan's one of the 10 most talented players in the draft. I would not take him in the top 10. I mean, okay. Atlanta did, but I mean, I think plenty of people felt that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like, Brothers always talked about manipulating your board. Like, you know, you don't want to necessarily manipulate your board, but I think you do. Window dress is what they say. Yeah. You don't want to window dress your board. I absolutely want to manipulate it. I want to make sure that no running back is a first-round grade. Well, I don't have one, so. There you go. So, no first-round grades for the running back. Wide receiver, there's four. Marvin Harrison Jr. You don't have someone this year's Thurman Thomas like y'all did Barry Sanders for B. John? Uh, no. Screwing my fantasy team? None of that. I, I don't have a guy on my board that I think is going to lose four Super Bowls, no. Mar- <laughs> uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., number two overall prospect. Oh, who was one? Uh, Caleb. Caleb, all right. Uh, Malik Neighbors, LSU, number three overall prospect. Uh, Rome Adunze from Washington, number four overall prospect. Your top six prospects. Quarterback, wide out, wide out, wide out, quarterback, quarterback. Oh, I can't even stand up. Okay. I'm gonna have to I, I'm gonna have to do the tuck here in a second. You are standing. All right. Holy cow. <laughs> and then uh Brian Thomas Jr. Uh, at LSU is the number 16 prospect. I don't love him. One tight end, Brock Bowers, number 10. One uh let's see, three offensive tackles. Joe Alt, Notre Dame, eighth overall. Uh, Fashanu. Olu Fashanu. At Penn State, number 11. Color. And then Fuaga. Yep. At Oregon State, number 12. Talise Fuaga. Nobody on the interior of the offensive line. Okay. You safe, bad is. Bad is. Not really. So, <laughs> no. Nobody on the interior. I, by the way, there, there's, there would be some 
this is this sounds like he's lower on the offensive line class than a lot of other people are. Dane Brugler, I know, has I think seven offensive linemen in his top eighteen players or something like that. I mean, oh. it's a lot. Wow. Okay. Uh, edge rushers too. Dallas Turner, uh, whose comp is Josh Allen, the not the quarterback, oh, and then Jared Verse out of Florida State, and his comp is Trey Hendrickson. Okay, I can see it. One defensive tackle. One. Don't love that. Byron Murphy, Texas. Stud. Now, he will not be there. Probably not, no. He will probably go in the top 15, 16 picks, something like that. No linebackers. You got two corners, Terry and Arnold at Alabama. And I wouldn't be afraid of a corner either. That's just But me. he probably won't be available. No, Terry and Arnold won't be there. Well, this, you know, this doesn't sound like it's lining up no. great. No. And then uh, Ennis uh, Rakestraw. <sighs> okay. No? <laughs> no, I would not have Rick Straw as the second best quarter in the draft. He's but at there, 15. There's, there's a lot of So this is, again, 16 is low, I feel like. I already have 17 first-rounders on, like, my ranking. Oh. And I know Brada said he thinks he's going to finish with about 22. Oh, wow, because every year it feels like it's 15 or 16. Yeah, in the last year. couple of years, it definitely has been. But, I mean, the fact that, like... So you think this is a good draft? Yeah. No, like, I, I think it's a good draft. I think it's a great draft if you need a receiver or an offensive lineman. If you need one of those, it's a great draft. They have... There's probably 15 receivers that could go in the top 100, like maybe even like top 90. I mean, there's a lot of really good receivers in this draft. Corner has decent depth. I don't know how top heavy it is. Terry and Arnold's a first rounder. A lot of people think Kool Aid McKinstry is a first rounder from Alabama. Kool Aid McKinstry. It's a nickname. Kool Aid is not his birth name. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) you never know these days. (laughs) Kool Aid McKinstry. And a lot of people love Quinion Mitchell. He busts through the line of scrimmage. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Oh, wait. What's the. (laughs) No, that's Fat Albert. He says, oh, yeah. You're thinking of the other big red guy (laughs) with the red shirt on. Uh, No, Quinion Mitchell from Toledo. A lot of people think is a first round corner. Uh, And then, uh, you know, you got Wiggins. Nate Wiggins from Clemson is another one. He's kind of. He's the same question that you have about like a guy like uh, Diggs when he was coming out, where it's just like good length, good size, great ball skills. Tries to you know his his read on things is really good. Tries to get a jump on things, but because of that, because of his gambling tendencies, he can get beat deep occasionally. Um, now there is no I, I, that's that's it. That's that's the only that's the only player. No safeties. Um, we are missing like one person is going to go in the top ten. It's not on here. That's JJ McCarthy. Oh my god, he's going to go in the top ten. Like just just get ready for it. Just who, get ready. Who is doing this? Who? Sean Payton. He wants him. He doesn't think he's going to be there, though. J.J. McCarthy, top 10 pick. Shooting up boards. You could have... Who's Paul Allen, not the he's former the, owner? He's the Vikings play-by-play guy. The Vikings play-by-play guy on the noon podcast talking about what he's hearing with Sean Payton interested in the Michigan quarterback? I've been here... Not a half week, but it's approaching a half week. And, you know, there, there, there's just a little bit of steam that's beginning to emerge locally that Sean Payton loves J.J. McCarthy. And he's a quarterback from a pro-style offense with a strong arm. I'm not going to say he reminds him of Drew Brees. Uh, McCarthy moves more than Drew, and he's taller. And he's not as accurate. And Drew Brees is football immortality. But the anti-Vike covets the next Drew Brees. So just keep that in mind, you know, when you're thinking 11, and if you're thinking J.J. McCarthy at 11, just know behind you, you have a desperate anti-Vike who basically will beg, borrow, and steal Mm. to get exactly what he wants from this draft from a quarterback standpoint. But uh, pretty uh, pretty reliable individual informed me over the weekend that uh, Peyton is quite enamored with J.J. McCarthy. I'm floored. I'm floored. Look, maybe my best... Sports attribute is just telling you what quarterbacks gonna be legit, except for Carson Wentz. Is that is that really the? Well, can you think of a better one? I mean, I'm oh. here for the praise and the showering. Um, I don't see you as a quarterback guy. I well, see as a good receiver guy. A good receiver. I don't see you. I don't see you as a quarterback guy. I got the Pink Eye Academy here. Okay. Well, I was out. Definitely out on Manziel. Uh, definitely uh, not loving Bryce Young like the rest of you. I'm good at tearing them down. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> I go. can't. That's it. You tell us which ones are not going to be. I good. can't tell you. I, I can't say CJ Stroud's going to be awesome, but I'm like, no, I, I can tear that one down. And I'm here to put the stamp of disapproval on JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy will not and is not an NFL player. 
playmaker. Derek Holland, that's right to your ear gate, brother. I, 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 I saw enough. There's just no way. There's no way. Sean Payton, please. He spins it, though. Don't make me question your offensive genius by going ahead and labeling this guy as the next Drew Brees, if that podcast is right. And I don't see him spin it either. I, I look. I, I don't think I don't have him in, in the first round. He's a game managing scrambler. See, I don't. I don't see that. I, I see a guy who like he can. He's not afraid to attack the middle of the field. I think that he throws with some good anticipation. He's small. He doesn't have great arm talent. Like he's not got a big arm or anything else. His processing is average, roughly. But I mean, that's things that like in you, the most important pl- games. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go all in on this, so you can use this against me with the receipts. <laughs> in the most important games that I watched with Michigan at the end of the year, I never saw them turn it over to him one time to try to win for them. But that's Michigan. Like that's Michigan. Well, if you had style. a stud, I'm sorry. If you have a stud quarterback in the most important position, it's not all right. Let's run the football and let's play defense. He made some big time throws against he Alabama. Did. He made so he's made big throws. You know the last couple of years, and I think you see the progression. One of the things you like is when you watch it. JJ McCarthy play from year one to now. Like I think you see somebody who improves, and and you can project that out a little bit. I still have him in the third round. I, I have him as the fourth best quarterback in the draft, but I I do think that he's got some upside. Okay, I third just, round, I wouldn't, you're I basically wouldn't, agreeing with I me. I wouldn't take I wouldn't take him at number ten. No, all that I, talk, all that praise, you got him as a third. I, I mean, like, <laughs> look, you gotta. I, I think the way you're talking about like him being a total bust, I think that there's a a. No, I'm saying there's no way he should ever go in the first round. And I you, think, and I you think agree. a third round quarterback taken at the back end of the first is not unheard of. I would take like I, I if not. I needed a quarterback, I would take him in the back end of the first probably, just because of the positional value. He won't get there. No, he won't. He, he won't. He'll go the But I'm just down. saying, where I, like if I was picking back there, here's he what he there, did down the him. stretch from Michigan, starting November 11th. I get the style. I get it with Harbaugh. Okay, but still, come on. Passing yards in a row: 60, 141, 148, 147. He threw for 221 against Bama, and then 140 in the national championship yeah, game. Yeah, there. I mean, there were entire games where he didn't throw a pass in the second half. Like, yeah, that, but that's that's not yeah, that's, not, that's not, yeah yeah that's not a knock on him at all. But look, I like him. I think he's got a real chance to be very. I think he's got a lot of like. Uh, I think he's got a lot of lot of ability. He's, got, he's good. He's good throwing on the run. You have to be able to throw off schedule. He's pretty good throwing on the run. Uh, I don't think he's. I, I don't let the Drew Brees comp because he's not as accurate as Drew. Drew was like stupid, but I think he could be a really really good player. I just I think he's safe. That's the thing with him. Like he didn't have the upside of Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels, but I think he is easily the safest outside of mainly Caleb. Main, main, uh, maybe Caleb. I, I have Caleb Williams, Drake May, and Michael Penix above him. But I think he's. I, I I think that if you needed a quarterback, you could potentially. I think he could be a decent starter at some point. Our boy uh, Mark Schlereth crapping all over Michael Penix. He's out. He Dude. is out on Penix. He that that's a guy who's got a lot of split opinions about him. Yeah. Um, and, and this week will be huge for him because his medicals are a big question. What his knees are like and how he's going to be able to like. Like I think there are going to be some teams that just say we don't think he can hold up in the NFL, and they'll flag him and they'll say that he's or he potentially is off their board. That's this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts upcoming weekend how about this weekend that just took place best and worst ladies and gentlemen the weekend all right tell us your craziest weekend story of what went 
down and how it happened on the truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053 as you had your nice little family photos from the weekend with a dog and dad update. Yeah, so a little dog update. So here's the thing with our with our dog, Pudge. We took him to the dog park last week. He was running, just going running like crazy. We get done, and we were wiping his feet off, right? These are all muddy. Get him in the car. You see Spittle at that dog park trying to work his game? I did not. I did not see him there. Yeah. But, I mean, look, that, that's not I'm a bad co- idea. Oh, I'm that's convinced not a bad idea Gavin just got his dogs for the dog park. Oh, very possible. Yeah. It was fast. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, wiping his paws off, and we look on the bottom, and something on the ground, his little pod pad fell off. Like the the oh. outer layer of like the uh. pop had skin, and now it's just like this red. It looks like a looks like you scrape your knee, you know, you scrape yeah. your elbow or something like that on, on cement. Just looks raw red. Like oh somebody God. took a knife and just sliced ah. the top layers of skin off. Oh, and that's on all of them. So we take him home, and he's like just very like the next morning, not moving at all, extremely lethargic. Like when he when he walks, he's like, oh my god, I can't like even step on this thing. It hurts so much. Uh, he took a step and he he walked. We took him outside to pee, and he steps onto the turf. Turf concepts online, by the way. <laughs> he steps on the turf, and this turf can also do well for your raw dog. <laughs> so <laughs> he stepped he, on the turf, and his paw was great. No, he and his leg gives away because of the pain, right? Because you know turf's gonna have like it's, it's like it's like coarser. Yeah, we've heard NFL right? players talk about it. So. <laughs> It, it, uh, it's bad for dogs too. <laughs> we had the, we had Jerry will come on here. No, the studies on dogs. Yeah. I, I <laughs> just tried to negotiate grass. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we got the pet turf. So the pet turf's a little bit coarser. They can scratch. They can lay on it, scratch all that stuff. Um, but it, like his, his leg gives out because like it hit him in the right spot. So we had no idea what was going on. Apparently, I mean, I felt so bad. He looked super sad and depressed. Yeah, he looked like a dog in like a Sarah McLaughlin video. Oh, right, just like so sad, so sad. He looks so sad, so depressed. And we finally get him this ointment. We took, we called the vet, and they're like, "Yeah, this will happen." And I'm like, "Really?" Because I've never seen anything. I'm googling left and right. Nothing. He's like the Wendy Williams of dogs. Yeah. Did you, that, I was just doing that as a reference for last night. Oh. The Wendy Williams man, you got to watch the documentary. That's like my wife's hero. And she just sitting there heartbroken watching this documentary. It's crazy. Oh, so bad. I'm, I'm impressed that you know what I was talking about. It was cold. <laughs> so you don't know though. You're faking. Yeah, I know, I know the one you want to think. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I haven't seen the documentary, but I know her diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. It's sad, and it can't be reversed. Oh, I know, I know. And it's she takes awful. her feet off. Or she takes her shoes off in front of like everyone. Looking at this poor woman, it's insane. You got to watch the Wendy yeah. Williams documentary. Is, is it called aphasia? Is that what it, aphasia? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, Bruce Willis is the same. Has the same affliction. Oh really? Yeah, I think where you stop being able to talk. That's what that's what happens. Tied to the feet? No, aphasia is a, is a dementia, form of dementia. I'm talking about no. Her she feet. has two different things yeah, wrong with her has, right okay. now. Yes. I don't know the feet thing. She has lymphedemia, which is then why up, would I make a dementia dog reference? Hey, shut up, Bobby. You faked me. See, I knew you faked no, reaction. The me. whole thing is that nobody knows this. The whole thing is that Wendy Williams has dementia. I know you. I'm talking about her foot affliction. Nobody knows about the feet. Yeah, Bobby does. Nobody, nobody, Bobby just knew about I, it. You fake reaction me. See, I knew you did. Fake reaction. I, I know exactly did. what you're talking about. You know about Wendy no, Williams. No, because your your you, what you thought I was referencing is nobody not, cares about somebody's feet. <laughs> oh my god. I think care. both are true. I think both are true. I don't care if you care. Did you know what I was talking about? You didn't. You liar. I knew about oh, Wendy Williams. I didn't know about the feet thing. I'm sorry. Uh, screw me on the well, don't, don't give a fake reaction. Don't give a liar. A fake reaction. I thought you were talking about dementia. He thought you were making a dementia <laughs> joke. I wasn't making a dementia joke. I was talking about her the dog's feet. I mean, look, I, we, we do dementia jokes at the show. No, we don't. My dad's got dementia. Only all right? you can He's do that. He's pooping all over himself. Yeah, so I, I would have saved the Wendy Williams joke for your next dad all update. Right. We can do Not that for the dog. We can do that in a second. We can do that in a second. So, all right, Pudge's dementia. Pudge has got dementia now, apparently. Sarah's old dog had dementia. What? Yeah, Bentley had dementia. How do you know a dog gets dementia? I mean, it starts doing random weird things, like just taking its food, like picking its food out of the bowl and just moving it around the house. I think that's just rabies. Doing very yeah. weird Ryan, stuff. Yeah, Brian, not not for Instagram this. <laughs> no, Bobby and you too. Yeah. Not, this not for Instagram. So, uh, anyway. I don't want that on Instagram. 
The paw pads fall off. We get the yoint with the ointment stuff on. He seems okay now. He seems okay now. We took pictures, took him out to the uh, Is it still raw? They're all red. They're all super red. You can't get infected or anything? No, we're cleaning. Like, every, literally every time we take it out to pee, we use those, like, uh, dog antiseptic wipes and, like, clean up his feet. And they're just very dry so that the ointment's like a lotion. Yeah. And this is a 10-month-old puppy. I mean, like, he should not have cracked yeah. feet already. That's awful. This is, this is, this is bad. Uh, and then in terms of the dad, so now bring your Wendy Williams dementia jokes here. <laughs> uh, my dad has got, uh, I mean, he is at the end very end with his dementia we moved him from his home he was in a like a, a memory care center and we moved him to a house this lady has like six or seven patients just living in her house wow i know right she's got a bunch of houses around town she has like she hires a handful of nurses they go in there and they basically just have this you know it's one living room and it's got like six patients in there they're all in their wheelchairs or their recliners and the hospice nurse nurse said that my dad's just uncomfortable. His recliner, he can't sit up anymore. So we are basically going to keep him bedridden now mm. for more than half the day. Half the day in the wheelchair so he can eat, and then the other half of the day in the bed. And that's where he is. It is a slow, slow decline. I thought he was getting better for a little bit. He was. He was. But that's just, you know, it's the nature of the illness it sucks uncomfortable segue here in best and worst of the weekend while we're talking about ailments if i have to hear pain one more bobby tear uh, crying mm-hmm. about all of his damn ailments i saw his temper on saturday over parking oh yeah i was ready to T- today i thought we were gonna have an iffy bobby day i didn't mm. know it was gonna be an iffy bobby week because I'm starting to, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some frustration. I don't know whether you yeah, lack of cereals taking place or what, but uh, I saw Bobby's temper starting on Saturday as I made him come hang out with the kids. Parking is stupid in Dallas. And I'm not even talking about like downtown Dallas, like people talk about or anything. Like this is just a Dallas, this is Dallas proper, just a neighborhood off Mockingbird. And it was, uh, it was birdies yeah. in Dallas, which I had no idea this birdies. is the new hip spot. Like you had said, Yeah, Sean. this is what people do in Dallas, right? They find a new spot, and then they have to, of course, tell their friends and social that they went there and look all popular, and then they kick it to the curb and move on to the next spot. But this is kind of like, so Amanda was like, I was like, good weather, like, let's do something. She's like, you want to have people over? I was like, nah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done entertaining at this house. This house is old news. Uh, I don't want to clean up. Well, you know, we got to stage it for photos. I don't feel like cooking and all that. I was like, I want to go somewhere and people watch. I want like a Katy trail for children. Huh. And that's kind of what this place is. Yeah, it is. I mean, honestly, you I bring the family out there. And- 15 minutes early to stand in line. It was like we were at, waiting at Hurtado in Arlington. Like standing in line. I was like, let's just go like five minutes early to be safe. Um, and I was like, because, you know, you're drunk, you're a young kid from the night before, you're not going to be standing in line or ready to go at a place at 11 a.m. Well, I was dead wrong. It wasn't drunk singles. It was freaking family and children, 20 deep, standing in line waiting for this place to be open. Yeah, so you guys got there at 11. You guys got there right when it opened at 11. 10.50. I was not going to be able to get there till 11.30, Uh, which, by the way, again, another complaint of mine, I've never seen traffic as bad on Saturdays as it does in Dallas. Whenever we talk about bad traffic, other cities, Houston, L.A., whatever else, traffic in Dallas at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday has no business being as bad as it is. (laughs) I don't understand it. I don't know why it's so bad. But I had texted Kristen because Kristen got there early with the kids. And I just said, what's parking like? Like, is it one of these things where I'm going to have to park on the street? What am right. I going to do? And then she's they have like, their own lot. She said it's open. She's like, we parked here. There's plenty of spaces, yeah. whatever else. So as I'm getting close to, which you got to take like turns behind a neighborhood from the direction that I was coming. Dying as I'm it. getting close, I see all these cars parked on the street. I'm like, what are they parked on the street for? Like, what's this for? Let me try to get over here. So I had trouble getting into the lot from there. I had to go down, turn on to Mockingbird. Then you can't, there's not a quick turn in on Mockingbird. You have to go down two blocks to actually have a, like, a place to U-turn. And then when I U-turned and I get down there, I get into the parking lot finally and I realize, oh, no, this parking lot's full. It's somehow filled up in 30 minutes. It's gone from, oh, plenty of parking yeah. to none. None. And people parking on the street. So I had to park two blocks away. And when I walked over, I walked over and I showed up he very He was huffing angry. and puffing. I was really? mad. He was so yeah. mad. Was he in a hoodie? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Uh, it's probably that Tarleton State shirt he's wearing. It was the other Tarleton shirt. And oh, I was like, get a drink. He's like, no, no, I don't want to drink. Then I don't want to drink. And then I finally got him like a double vodka soda. He chugged it. He did. He let us sit there for a while. You know what? That, that, was, that like, was actively you saying that I do it for a show. So I was like, I'm going to actively show that I don't have to drink it. Except, It'll sit here in ex- front of me. Except when he did drink it, he did the straw guzzle in two seconds. Yeah. It was gone just like that. But it wasn't for show. Was I didn't make a big show of it like you claim. Or no, it was a decent sized straw. straw. Yeah. So we were all outside, but man, the place was packed. It was bumping, uh, but he was not happy. And then what else did but I write I, down? Go I, ahead. I was pumped, though, because as I oh, yeah. the, the, the one benefit of having this to go down Mockingbird. It. This saved it. This did save the day. The one benefit of having to go down Mockingbird, I looked to my right and I saw Burger House. Which there are a handful of locations across Dallas. Have you ever been to Burger House Shop? Not. It Burger is, Street, not Burger House. I've Burger, never heard of this place. Burger House, famous for its salt, its seasoned salt. They sell it by, like, the jug. Hey, if you, hey, you buy ever some. heard of this place? Never heard of it. He was time. raving. And and I was not the only... You, yeah, you would have thought people. I was just... You would not have trusted it if it was just me. Right. But as soon as we did, uh, John, who was there, he was talking up. He said, oh, no, Burger House is great. The waitress standing behind you was like, Tolo. I love Burger House. Well, Tolo. Yes. Is her name Christine? Christy, I don't know, but don't she know. was awesome. It was it was great service for that many people. But she she stopped down and she was like, Burger House is incredible. And anybody who I, I grew up in Farmer's Branch, so I grew up well, close well. to one. There's one in Addison. And I used to go to that one all the time. And I was so pumped because I've not had the Burger House onion rings in forever, which are the best onion rings I've ever had. So that was the only And I'm a thing sucker that, for onion rings. That's same well, I don't think enough people love onion rings. Which you went through. And very good, very good, good. And, and they're thick cut onion rings. And one of the things is you can bite into them and it doesn't pull the, pull whole, the whole onion out. out, yeah. And it's they just douse it in that. So, did you go salt. inside and eat? Yes, and was it worth it? Yes, loved it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, I hadn't had Burger House in probably five, six years. Yeah, there's was- also one just across from like SMU's campus over here that I've driven by, but I haven't been to one in forever. A lot of Tolos way on the truckwreck.com fan text. Uh, Burger House is fire. Burger House is the best. I mean, you're having oh, a flow oh. of text messages coming in. So it's a popular place. Okay. People love it, man. That is a Dallas staple. Best and worst of the weekend. And then I wrote down your tumor. Yeah. Um, yeah. This oh. is so I woke up from a nap yesterday. I slept a lot this weekend. Yeah. So I I, I made Kristen get a drink. She's like, no, I don't want to drink because your wife's not drinking. I was like, shut up. I was like, get a Paloma. Uh, here's a Paloma. Yeah, you're the one that should not drink if she's not drinking. Not Kristen. That's <laughs> yeah, not right. her. Then you waste. She, she That's the only reason I got her knocked up is to have a designated driver. <laughs> uh, and then and then Bobby, I'm like, get him another one. And then I just texted them like, okay, I felt a little bad because they weren't trying to drink. I made them drink. I was like, did y'all get home? I heard nothing back. My two days of corresponding to try to get Bobby to bring the kids out. I didn't hear back from him one time. Oh. It was his wife texting on she, the group she text. she texted back before I did, and so I was like, okay, no need to reply. She already did. And then this time, I was asleep when she texted back. He knocked out like you did. Both I, y'all still have the I, Vegas ketchup sleeve. Oh, no, the Stephenville ketchup sleeve. I, this is, I'm still catching up from Vegas, to be honest with you. I had, like, I don't know. I slept probably eight hours Friday night. Then I slept another five on Saturday during the day. Then I slept into, like, I slept because I slept so much during the day. I didn't go to sleep till like three on Sunday. And then I slept till like noon, took a nap in the afternoon. And then I went to bed last night at like eight. But when I took a nap in the middle of the day yesterday, I woke up. And you know how sometimes you wake up, you get a little bit of the blurry vision in the eye. You got to kind of blink it out or whatever. Your eyes dry or maybe it's just there's something in there. So I was trying to blink it out and I couldn't. Like I was up for a while and it was still this right eye. Just kind of had a little bit of a blur <laughs> every time I'd blink. When my eye was open for a while, it'd be fine. But as soon as I'd blink, it kind of reset things, and I'd have a blur. And so I'm convinced now that I've got a tumor. I told my therapist last week. I didn't even bring this up on Mom, the air. I'll see think, you soon. I don't think that's what I told her. That's what I told her. I did. I told. I told her. I told her last Monday. I was like, I can't explain it. This is not any sort of a, a depressed thing or anything else. I can't explain it, but. I do just have a sense like I'm going to die soon. I was like, I don't know why. Could be pink eye. And so now that I've had that sense, now I'm starting to think, oh, this is it. It's this uh, because like now my neck kind of hurts over here. So I'm convinced it's a tumor growing in the back on the right side of my neck. And it's pressing on like an occipital nerve or something. Occipital? And it's it's, it's messing up my vision. Now the commercial break will be these two talking about occipital nerves. I've never heard of that. I mean, I've accepted my fate. And then Pepe, you finally broke the losing streak at Choctaw. Man, I had such a bad losing streak. losing, And then in Vegas as well, lost a bunch of money there. And then finally, I decide just to go home up some money this week. Weekend at Choctaw. Decided to stay the night, went with some friends and my girlfriend, 
And um, I finally, I was up 200 bucks. I said, you know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm walking away there. I'll take 200 profit. First profit in, you know, six months, it feels like. Mm. Um, but uh, we came out a winner, and uh, we're already looking at going uh, again right. soon because you got to go on the winning streak, right? Yeah. You, you got to keep going. How much was the room? Uh, so I had a discount because I lost so much, I guess. So I had 100 off, so it was only like 150 I think, for the night. After losing? Yeah, because if you lose a bunch and you use a player's card, they'll just offer you a discounted room. And I have free rooms throughout the middle of the week as well if I want to go then. I didn't know sympathy rooms. No, it's it's not if you lose. It's how much it's just you how gamble. Much you, yeah, how much you gamble, you get like. But it seems like if you win, they're not gonna. They're not, usually not gonna offer yeah, you. They, they keep track of your winnings and losings. It's, it's, they're, you're, you're, not at what you're playing. Yeah, yet, not at what you're playing. They don't care about you. What you're, how much it's like you oh. go there? You you. I mean, I put two or three hundred when I go on a table. Yeah, like I'll yeah, start with that's that. The, that's what they're keeping track of. That's what they keep track of. Not, yeah. not whether you win or lose. Yeah. They keep track of like what you're what you're two betting. Three hundred. So they're like, well, what are they betting? Oh, well, he's betting twenty five dollars a hand. Okay. Oh, he's been there for thirty minutes. Twenty five dollars a hand. Oh, this is interesting. What's yeah. the best food place there? Oh man, they just opened up like red or uh, velvet taco as well. Ooh. I mean, they have uh, that. That's number one. They have a southern chicken place that just opened up too, like you, fried chicken. I, I should have told you this. I got a big time connection there to the steakhouse. Oh, you, the eighteen thirty. Yeah, the only steakhouse there. Okay, got uh, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, but I got the big connection for you if you want to impress her. Ooh, I right. got it. I got it for Give you. Me the number. Don't I got give you. a wet willy to them. Shut. Really? <laughs> oh, I did get. I did uh, walk up. I gave Sean a wet willy yeah. uh, while we were at Birdie's. Oh, and I was yeah? like, "You're not allowed to get mad about this." Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> not like these little brats taking over have stuff handed to them. Pellet <laughs> or friends that you thought had bo- backbones and spines. Whoa. Oh, pellet. Jared Sand. Oh, <laughs> Rangers insider Jared Sandler from the site of Rangers spring training. Is Jordan Montgomery gone? And how scary was the Evan Carter incident yesterday? We'll catch up with the Sandman next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 